One, two, two, three, three, four, four, five, five, six, six, seven, seven, eight, eight, nine, nine, ten, ten. Boom. And that's how we sync up the sound, bad boys. Yo. That's how we do it. We're synced up, baby. We synced up our cycles. That's what it takes to make a podcast in this time, in this city, in this environment. We are coming at you live from 271 miles west of Ogallala, Nebraska, and from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, Brooklyn, stand up. It's me, Nikki from the Brooklyn Block. The Brooklyn Block. Ooh. Nikki from the Brooklyn Block. I like that. I like that. What is, what's his... I'm going to get into... What's his thing? Oh, his thing is a real New York pizza and making sure people stay out of his way. We're out here giving you the best news stories, giving the best lifestyle advice, and making characters that you'll never forget. Unforgettable characters. Unforgettable characters. <laughs> um, welcome to Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? The, we are recording this on August 13th, 2018. No idea when it will be released. Could be the 14th. Could be the 15th. Who knows? Who knows? The thing is... It's all timeless content. It is. It's timeless content. Um, and I may, I, may, I may cut out the date. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by PETA. Um, not the bread. Not the bread. As many of you are aware, we tragedy struck last week at the Here is a Podcast, Are You Happy Now? Studios in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Uh, Our affiliate we lost Steamboat Springs. Yeah, we lost some, we left some content. Um, we left some content behind. Um, this is brought to you by PETA because we, this was actually part of a, of a social experiment of ours to raise awareness for not leaving dogs or children in hot cars. Um, we actually commented on this last week. We, we had a, a long um, an expose of leaving hot dogs and hot children in hot cars. But then, but then our, if you will, our hot dog of a podcast overheated and died. Um, so if you're gonna trust anyone about this, you should trust us. Trust us. Yeah, you should trust, trust us. You should trust us. Um, so. You know, we. Uh, you know what's an amazing part of this, Keegan, is uh, immediately when we first started talking about this, I thought you were talking about hot dogs, the food again. It's incredible. For those of you that, <laughs> I guess no one heard it. Nick made the same mistake last time. Same mistake. I just assumed we we're talking about hot dogs, the food. And that's what right. we're trying to fix. That's what we're trying to fix. Yep. Because you know what? I don't think leaving a hot dog in a hot car is all that bad. No. The food. The food, but the, the animal. Food. Animal bad. Don't do it. Don't leave. Don't leave dogs, children, or podcasts in hot cars. Please, we beg of you, Peter. Official, you. official statement of here's a podcast. Are you happy now? We are. It feels good to. It feels good to do good. Um, Nick, what do we got going on this week for our episode? It's a special one. We're doing a. We're doing a clip show. We're doing like a clip any show. Great TV show that has hit their peak and is running out of ideas. We're doing a clip show and throwing it back. Absolutely, we're throwing it back to last week. Where, as we said, we left a lot of content out in the field. A lot of good content out there. Uh, left a lot of good men behind and women and, and boys it and hurts. girls. It hurts. No, it hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. It hurts to leave our content on the um, floor like that. And, and obviously, you know, we, 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 we like to present it in, a, in an obviously a pretty organic fashion. Um, but when push comes to shove, we'll do a motherfucking clip show. We're doing a clip show, baby. The Simpsons did it. Community did it. Every great sitcom has done it. And just like. We follow in our forefathers' footsteps. Here's a podcast. Are you happy now? It does its first clip show. Last week, we jumped into some familiar territory, and we made sure that the sound quality was primo. Cue the clip. In. Room time. 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 
I, all I ever want you to do is just hit a harmony one time. So I just, so yeah, I just, I just follow. How was that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I That's thought. That's exciting stuff. Uh, what else did we do last week? Oh, we um, we worked on uh, we worked on on kind of on on our wokeness. Yeah, we talked a little bit about appropriation. Right. Like it's either what is it? Is it like either you give me a refund or I commit seppuku? Like I am so dishonored by not bringing us that that I have to end it all. Man, seppuku is the best. It, it really is. No. Yeah. Is no, no. You're right. You're right. JetBlue has to. <laughs> there's, there's no more acceptable cultural thing to just like mis misappropriate than seppuku then seppuku i totally we, we try to be somewhat aware of, of of what we're doing um and what we say about different cultures but we really we use we reference and misuse seppuku almost enough to to cancel out the rest of our awareness well it's just awesome that the samurai had a term for it they yeah. never did it at all wow we're good guys oh it's it's you know it's nice to when you hear back and see yourself doing the right thing it is. It is. It's nice when you look back and you're like, that is a dateable guy. Definitely dateable. Dateable guy. And, and hot. And hot. And safe. And very safe. What, what do we do next, Keegan? Well, speaking of keeping it safe, uh, we, we try to bring up some new material. Um, you know, we're always growing, always innovating, always thriving. Um, and we didn't want to go back to the same old joke over and over again. We never would. I'm excited to hear these new this new content. Let's cue this motherfucking clip. You know, it's you got the guy who you've got this daughter that you treasure allegedly, and and you got a guy who comes in and roasts. Yeah, you, know, you got a prince who comes in and and, and roasts chicken, and and suddenly it's like oh, it's out of season sliced bread. He roasts chicken, asks my daughter to marry him, and and uh, no respect, no respect, no respect, no respect. Prince, shame on you, shame. Never heard that before in my life. <laughs> Well, speaking of good, we also kept it pretty relevant to our theme last week that many of you remember was pasta. Want to hear more about pasta? Keep on listening. Do I? After the jump. Pa pow. That's true. So, it, it's, you know, it's, it's like they say. There not are the many, funniest take, but just my take. Th- th- no, I think it's. I think it is. We're not just about being fun here. You know, like we're we're about the news. We're about social yeah. science. We're about the important things. And weddings yeah. are important. Romance is important. Um, That's true. And it, it, it's, it's, a lot of value on it. And it's what they say. There are many kinds of pasta. There's fettuccine, there's linguine, there's, you know... Penne. There's, there's penne. There's, there's rigatone. There's farfalle. There's, uh, yes. there's lasagna. There are many kinds of pasta. There are also many kinds of bridesmaids. You know? Yeah. There are bridesmaids who are single. There are bridesmaids who are not. There are bridesmaids... And they're all delicious. They're all delicious. They're all great people. Well, I don't know if they're all great people, but... You know, they all show up to the wedding for the most part. There are those that show up to the bachelorette. There are those that do not. So just like pasta, there are many kinds of bridesmaids. Well said, Keegan. Wow. There are... It's nice to hear myself talk about how many kinds of pasta there are because sometimes I forget. Keegan, I just want to say, you make some really good points. I do my best, Nick. I do my best. You really did a good job. But, you know, also... Yeah? (laughs) <laughs> we didn't let the theme get in the way of the big picture. We did not let the theme get in the way of the big picture. Speaking of big picture, let's talk big pasta. Bapinga papuri. You gotta look at some of the corporations that are behind big dating. It's big pasta. Big, it's big pasta. It's big pasta. Because if you think about it, what's a classic romantic dinner? Classic pasta. romantic dinner. Pasta. You go out for Italian food, red wine, an aphrodisiac, 
that's the spaghetti bolognese is an aphrodisiac. Chicken parmigiana is an aphrodisiac. That's why I'm always eating it. That's, that's why I'm always eating it. Hey, we covered a story a long time ago about a guy who went out and got uh, got busted going to have sex with a, with a minor with a bottle of Sprite and a box of chicken Alfredo. And I'll say it again. If that's a romantic meal. That's a romantic meal if I've ever seen one. So big big pasta. So big dating is behind the articles, but big pasta is behind big dating. Um, and also, back to Megan Marbles, father and his health troubles. How do you get heart problems? Eat too much pasta. Boom. Too much pasta. Boom. Keeping it, keep it on point. Bottoming. I mean, that's what, that's what they say. Wow, that was one of the best clips we've ever had on our show, on our clip show. What's next, Keeves? There's dark times, there's troublesome times, there's good times, there's bad times. But when in doubt, we throw it back to the classics. We do a little child abuse or funny. Dial it up. Classic section. Child abuse or funny. Um, when was the last time we did this section? This was a while ago. Last one was actually, I remember it. It was the, the mom who tased her son on Easter morning. Oh, which, great, great story. Which, it was a great story, which we decided anonymously and, cool. you, and unanimously was was funny. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, anonymously, we, we mean we sit on the internet and we've been sharing nonstop. Yeah. And anyone can and listen to And also, you it. know our names. And also, you know our full names. A guy posted a photo of himself uh, behind uh, like a lemonade stand, basically, with holding a paddle and basically said, free ass whippings for kids under 13. Um, <laughs> and I do like his logic. My, I mean, my mind went in the gutter, and I was like, you can't touch a kid's ass who's over 13. <laughs> I, but can you I, touch a kid's ass who's under 13? <laughs> that's, I didn't realize that. <laughs> But I, it was in two steps. Then he said, no, he said, uh, he said it was because kids over 13 would kick his ass, which is first Okay, of all, so that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, is it because he can't beat up kids over, over 13? Because that's funny. That is funny. No, that's funny. But it's totally wrong. Like, you're a bitch until oh, yeah. you're 15, at least. Also agree. Also agree. Also, like, I would all even go to say, I would even say 16 for, like, the most part. Yeah. Unless you are, There's like, always the kid who's, who's like, shaving. Like, we all know the kid who, like, was ripped. Yeah. But, like, that's, what are the odds? What are the odds? And, like, give me a paddle. Give me a paddle with that kid's ass. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Any adult with a paddle could beat up any 15-year-old. Yes. In, well, Ooh. not, not going to say any. Okay. 95% of 15-year-olds. Here's, I have a question for you. That's, I would agree with that. Yeah. I have a very important question for you. Yeah. Who's more dangerous? A 15-year-old who's slightly more grown into their body? Or a 12-year-old who hasn't learned how to masturbate yet? 12-year-old. I would totally agree. I've had a lot of fun talking about this topic, so I think child abuse are funny. 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 Hey, congrats, man. You've... Congrats, nameless stranger on Instagram. Ah, nameless stranger. <laughs> you have earned your place in child abuse are funny is funny. I actually... I hate to say, have we named something child abuse yet? No. We should go blanket statement. It's very not good. Child abuse is bad. Yes. Child abuse is bad. Cool. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> well, I think we can we can both agree that child abuse is bad. I think we can. Yep. We can. Especially in our clip show and most woke episode ever. And most woke episode ever. And again, that's just another reinforcement of like, man, we're good guys. Really good guys. Keegan, if I'm also not mistaken, is this episode 30? Oh my goodness, Nick. I would have just let that slide. This is episode, this is episode motherfucking three zero. Wow. It's our 30th anniversary episode. This is th it's the most 
it, it's apt that we do a clip show in this episode, you know? <laughs> it I is. think we really saw some of the best of last week. I think we did as well. And then we, we destroyed it as well. Um, but, you know, it's like we're, we're entering our 30th episode. We're entering, like, those episodes of Friends where things started to get a little more serious. Um, but it was still cute. You know, it was still funny. Um, the, the relationships that, we, that made us fall in love with the show in the first place... Um, we're still there, you know, but they just grown in different ways. They branched out, and we didn't really know about Ross, like what Ross and Rachel were gonna were gonna do together. We didn't know, you know, if Joey would ever kind of find his passion or Chandler would ever, you know, overcome his dark, imminent darkness. Um, but uh, dude, deep, that's 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 hard hitting on Chandler's imminent darkness. His dark, imminent darkness. Yeah, I mean, he really did. He had some tough times. I'm a words guy. You know, we've said yeah. it from the start. I'm a nice guy. I'm a good guy. I'm a dateable guy. I'm a safe guy. I'm a words guy. Is that where you think we are in our story arc? Are we like in the middling seasons where, where maybe things like aren't as funny per se anymore, but you're more invested in the characters? No, I don't think that's the case at all. Okay, good. I hope we're still in our first season. We're in our first season. We're in our first season. Still surprising. We're still critics. Yeah, Joey can still hit himself with a baseball bat in the head, and you're like, "Oh, bet it's funny." (laughs) Yeah, like their old catchphrases are, are. no, not like totally everyone's vernacular now. Yes. Still like, man, that guy keeps saying the same thing. What does Joey say? What's Joey's thing? Uh, well, oh, uh, 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 fuck. How you doing? How you doing? Oh my God, I fucking hate friends. How you doing? Here's a podcast rehab now, listeners. Speaking about how you doing, we ended with that, uh, that last clip, that child abuse are funny with the hypothetical. Um, for those of you that couldn't hear over the feedback and Morse code that was coming from my end of the radio... <laughs> as it melted as it melted uh, the hypothetical was would you rather fight a jacked 15 year old or a 10 year old who hadn't yet learned how to masturbate we both agreed yeah it's gotta be 15 right okay well I argue 10 oh, you oh would you I... rather would you rather fight yes 15 year old jacked yes. 15 year old without a doubt I'd kick that 15 year old's right. ass the 10 year old doesn't know how to jack jerk off like whew, danger yeah, that's scary. They got a lot of flailing limbs and a lot of un- pent up energy. A lot of pent up, a lot of pent up a- energy. A lot of not yet strangled penises. Those hands, 100%. those hands, those hands want to, those hands want to grab. What if that's how how jerking off was titled originally? Penis strangling. I mean, like an ancient yeah. text, like 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 Shakespeare wrote about penis strangling and things like that. It'd be so funny. I think we bring it back. I think we try to bring it back to that. Yeah. Sorry, I got to strangle my penis later. I'm getting worked up. <laughs> So I gotta throw out a life out of my dick, uh, but I'll yeah. we'll talk in ten. I have to beat it to its <laughs> until it's soft. I have to beat it down. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, would you rather? We uh, also had we've been thinking a lot about a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical Nick and I have had in our heads for years, um, since forever. For, since forever, and it's one I feel very, very. I think we both feel very, very strongly about. I don't know if we'll agree, but I know that we'll fight to the death if we don't. Um, yeah. This is a classic hypothetical. It is, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? So I gotta say, Keeks, I mean, it's A, it's a thought experiment as old as time. Yes. It's extraordinarily hard to answer. Mm, okay. And We may disagree. The, well, no. I, I, first, I say hard to answer because I used to have an answer that has since changed oh. after recent experiences. And I wonder if you have something similar. Okay. I recently went to the Midwest for the first mm. time. And I went to the Wisconsin State Fair, and I saw the first animal. I saw a lot of animals with the connecting thread of far too big. Mm, yeah. I saw rabbits the size of fat, fat, big cats. 
I saw pigs the size of cows, and I saw horses the size of fucking elephants. I saw Clydesdale horses that were so big, my colleague Scott McGillian and I both turned to each other and said, too big. To be a horse. For the record, it's this is scary. this is ex-producer Sky McGilligan, who's been put on temporary leave after yes. not stopping us from from penis throttling our last podcast in a hot car. Well said. I used to answer that I would rather fight one duck-sized horse because I one thing that's big might have a weakness where a hundred is more than you think. But after I saw the size of those Clydesdale, Clydesdale, Clydesdales, 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 Clydesdales. I'm missing a D. Thank you. You're welcome. Clydesdales. Imagining that as a duck is absolutely frightening, and it's a fight I wouldn't win. I'd rather fight the 100 duck-sized horses. You're an idiot, Nick. I hate to say it. I love your analogy, but my firm stance on this is if you would rather fight 100 duck-sized horses, you're a fool. And you know that. Tell me why. Well, it's it's just it, it comes down to the numbers game. You know? Like, right. I think... Like, yes. I think there's something intimidating about a duck-sized horse. Sorry, a horse-sized duck. Um, like it's obviously huge. Um, huge. Ducks have a lot of different weapons at their disposal. They've got claws. They've got a beak. They've got a corkscrew penis. Yep. But just like you focusing on one opponent, hundred is a lot. Hundred is a big number. No, I know. And of of a really muscular animal that can kill you. It can kill you. I do agree with that. Like yes. Like I just don't think you have to think through the fighting. You know? No, I know. And I actually, the note I wrote down was kicking. Okay, yeah, so kicking is good. But here's the thing, dude, is like, if you kick, one foot's got to be planted on the ground. That's fair. How That's hard fair. is it going to be for for get. a muscular, little pent-up duck? Ducks aren't that small. They're small, but they're not that small. Like, how That's hard true. is it going to be for this small. thing to, to, like, you got one leg vulnerable... All it's going to take is, like, if you lose your fit, your footing in the fighting 100 duck-sized horses, you die. Right. Absolutely. So I guess the other question is, like, how is the horse attacking me? Is it rearing up on its, on its hind legs? I think however... Like, that gives me some time. I think however a horse would attack you. I think they use their teeth, they use their hooves, um, they rear up. Dude, I fair. just think, like, you... I just can't foresee a way where you take down 100 duck-sized horses because there's just so many of them you know like and we think through everyone's like what weapon do you get i don't really know right that was my next question i don't actually. really know i would i think you would get a like i was thinking about a lot today and i was thinking like maybe you get either a knife or like a sharpened stick that's shorter than a broomstick like it can't be a spear i would choose different weapons for the different fights to be honest yeah exactly i think you would too like yeah but i think like even if you're what you're counting on with the 100 horses is basically like, I have the stamina, and I have the agility, and I have the, fair, the skill and the focus to like be getting attacked from all sides. Like If you all think about hand. it, if these things just ran and crammed around you, like if you stood around little kids, like they could take you down. Like They could just trip you. That, that's a fair point. I suppose the, the crux of my argument is, is around one, one well-timed shot from the horse-sized duck could really put an end to you. Where this, like, you've got a little bit more time, given the, the sheer number, to do some damage. That's Where, like, fair. You gotta, you gotta make sure you land your shot on the, ho- on the big one. That's you fair. Know? Right, Because right. that guy gets you with one, one, cl- one peck, 
and you could be done. They're huge. That's true. A Clydesdale-sized <laughs> duck, huge. That's true. And there, so I think it's just a matter of like, I, maybe I would just take my chance. So, kicking yeah. and spinning and flailing. So I guess we also have to we also have to figure out what size like they have to be equal like you can't have the biggest horse which is a Clydesdale and then like yeah. the smallest species of duck. Like if you're going to have a Clydesdale horse, if that's going to be your horse-sized duck, then it needs to be like a fucking alpha like pelican duck for the size of the horse. Right. You know. And so here's yeah. the observation that really played into this for me that reminded me of this, of this uh, hypothetical was I went to the rodeo for the first time this weekend in Steamboat. Um, and the rodeo's a great time. Um, there's some crazy stuff out there. Respect to the people who are throwing it out there to wrestle cows to the ground. There was a part of this where suddenly, like, they clear the, the grounds and, like, a hundred kids are run out onto the middle of the, of the rodeo grounds. A hundred kids. And I'm not talking teenagers. I'm talking like the oldest kid there was maybe 11. And that was like the outlier. And what'd they do? And they had them all line up. They went and chased the rodeo con. And like there are girls out there and little boys who are like four years old. Who can barely fucking walk. Um, they bring them all to the rodeo clown. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. They unleash like not a big one. But like what would intimidate me like a calf. Like a, a, a bull. These hundred kids run and take down this bull. Uh, and they hogtied it? Easily. Like it was not a challenge. Like I was like, I my mind and I said out loud, we're going to watch a kid die. By the time I said those words, the kids had this bull on the ground. Like they just mobbed it. Yeah, okay, that's inti- that's intimidating. That's what I'm saying. It's like you have that yeah. many things. It, that's so many. That's so many. And unless you think you can just spin in a circle and just can like whack, 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 whack and not get dizzy and fall over at any point. Yeah. You know? No, that's, that's fair. The hundred, the, the kids taking down the, the, the cat and, makes, and these makes are, a good argument. And these are right. horses. These are tough animals. Like these things aren't going down with one shot. Yeah, that's true. You know? All right. I, was, I was just thinking like I've got more hands. I've got more stuff to grab. I grab one of the little horses. I toss them at some of the other little horses. You know, like... There's more variables versus, like, if I get smacked with that big corkscrew penis, like, could be it. It could be it. But then again, you're and only... that thing's only, on top of me, like, there's no escape. If that only, guy gets on top yeah. of me, I'm done. Well, let's not it's forget. It's like fighting Brock Lesnar or fighting, like, about two skinny dudes. <laughs> like, if he gets to you, you're in big trouble. Yeah. With two skinny dudes, like, maybe there's some other... I don't know. Maybe there's some other variables in there. One of them trips, hits each other. I don't know, man. You're only fo- you're only focusing on one corkscrew penis, and let's not forget horse penis. Like those are those things aren't any joke as well. That's true. That's, That's true. true. Well, they didn't. Speaking they don't call of a horse cock for nothing. Speaking of beating a horse to death, um, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wh- ooh. I think we can agree that I was right. Um, and let's move forward to the next. If we have any, actually, you know what? If we have any people who feel differently, feel free to call into the podcast. We don't have a phone number. You have to reach yeah. out to us individually. Um, Please. Let's walk right into in. our, our stories of the week. We had a couple good ones. Um, yeah, hit us. We're keeping them tight. First one we had was yeah, Nick. Big shout out to you for for showing me this. We shout out to Brett Miller for the record. Oh yeah, Brett Miller. Okay, shout out to Brett Miller for another a new source for our blog, our podcast. Yep. Um, in a Sarah Beth's bakery in New York, we had an employee walk into the walk-in freezer, only to be jumped by a 54-year-old man who'd been hiding in the freezer for God knows how long. Hiding in there with a knife, jumps out, 
basically has to get wrestled to the ground, attacks this employee, dies of a cardiac arrest, shouting, just, away Satan, away Satan. It's the perfect story. It's the perfect story. For a few I reasons. wish I had more to say about it. No, yeah. I mean, it's, but, you, but sometimes the story speaks for itself. I think exactly. you know, the, the keys to a great story are there, there are two angles. You've got the, the first angle of, let's look at this in, in terms of, of our experience. For anyone who's ever worked in the service industry, maybe I'll speak for myself. Maybe the walk-in freezer is like it is the oasis in the desert. It is like you're on your feet all day. It's always too fucking hot. I've never worked in a restaurant or a store or any shit where I was like, "Wow, the temperature is nice." The temperature is nice. Right, perfect. This here. morning I was making crepes and I started having heat flashes, and I was like, "I'm going through menopause." Twenty-six years old going through menopause and this is how I'll die and if there had been a walk-in freezer I could just walk into it's a game changer it's like you walk in you're immediately 30 degrees cooler you don't it, they're sealed with metal so you can't hear anything that's going on it makes it a really good hiding spot and there's always the possibility <laughs> you get locked in and you die which is like great you found your way out of the service industry um, exactly. to get attacked going into the into the um, the walk-in freezer that's the worst thing that can happen to you in the service industry. Like that's a kick in the fucking, that's a kick in the throat. That's like, this is my yeah. special time. This is my sacred place. Never mind. There's a guy hiding in here with a knife who is probably possessed. Yeah. I mean, what was he doing in there hiding with the knife? That's the thing. So that's our second angle is in, in, if we just look at the facts that we have guy hiding in a freezer for God knows how long it's a cold place. All right. Remember that that's important. It's cold. He's hiding the nice with a knife and the ice. He's 54 years old. He jumps out randomly, screaming, away Satan, then dies of cardiac arrest. Gotta love it. In my mind, this is, this is a clear possession. This is clearly a deal with the devil gone wrong. It's gotta be. <laughs> that's, how it, like, that's how you die. You, you end up in a fucking freezer because the, the hell flames are burning you. You jump yeah. out, and if you don't complete your task, the devil kills you. He spites you. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I love that theory as much as the other theory, which is like maybe he was just an angel dust. Yeah, I mean the the main, similar, mainstream similar media. Feelings. Mainstream media is gonna try to gonna try to turn you. War on drugs. Don't forget the war on drugs, Nick. Right. You're right. Don't You're forget right. who's paying right. who. Big pasta, big dating, big drugs. I believe big pot. I believe big pasta is paying big dating, which is creating open relationships. Right. Yes. Yes. As as we Fair. as we previously pointed out in our clip show. Exactly. Um, fair. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it that way, possessed by the devil. Possessed by the devil. I just love, like, what a hilarious set of last words. Away, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's how I want to go out. It's just the funniest way to go down. <laughs> it is I the think. funniest way to go down. And, like... Because uh, it's just... <laughs> keep it's it. so aggressive. We're so sorry. We're so... Obviously, like, it's tough when you talk about death. But at the same time, you can't shout away Satan, jump out of a walk-in freezer with a knife, and then die. And not expect to get put on blast. And here's a podcast you're happy now. It's exactly, and also like I know it's not good to talk about it, but like this one's like as good as it gets. Yeah, it it's is. Hiding in the freezer with a knife. It is. Oh yeah, the walk-in freezer hiding in there with a knife. It's like, what are you doing in there, bro? You know what that is? Is it's like an episode of Fargo. That's an episode of Fargo right there. Hundred percent. That's you an, can't write it. That's an opening episode of Fargo, and then it's like figuring out how we got in there. Oh, I love it. So I can't wait to watch the rest of Fargo with you in your back. Hey, me neither, man. Now that I have my Crate Master certificate, I'll be back in no time. Yep. Be, be back, in, be back in a week and a half. Um, we're moving on to our next one. Um, Omarosa put out a new book. 
It's getting a lot of publicity. Um, for those of you who don't know Amorosa, she was a White House aide, aide to the president, who left on under unfriendly terms, which is kind of a an unheard of thing with this current administration. Yeah. Um, Note, she was also a very, very popular apprentice. Yes. Contestant. Which is also um, unheard of in the current administration. Um, exactly. Basically, one of the, this book is full of things that we don't know if they're true or if they're not true. Um, who knows? We have to pay attention to them nonetheless. There's one observation in here that caught my eye, which is basically Omarosa claiming that she walked into the room while Trump was, President Trump, was basically finishing eating a piece of paper that was a confidential, maybe, possibly, everyone's guessing, incriminating document um, <laughs> that he just ate <laughs> to get rid of. Um, my mind immediately went to, one, the scene from Superbad when Seth Rogen's character draws all the dicks and they catch him and he just eats the paper. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jonah Hill's Jonah Hill, oh, right? Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, little... Seth, yeah, idiot, idiot. Fat white guy. No, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. Um, little Jonah Hill, yeah, just eats the paper. I immediately thought <laughs> yes, of that. Yes, immediately thought of that. Then I immediately thought of, a, my mind started to put the dots together. We're back to another conspiracy theory of the week. Um, you know, as, as a content creator, as as more than that, as the as the eyes of the generation, the guy who's who's looking behind the curtain, the guy who's trying to listen to the whispers while you listen to the shouts. Um, I started putting these things together, and I thought, what else is this from? And if you don't remember, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, Charlie is a, is a is a, what do we say? He's fluent in bird law. I mean, he's a he's bird, a bird law, law. He's a bird law lawyer, um, and one facet of bird law or in just his legal understanding of the law is that if you eat a piece of paper it loses its legal you can no longer legally be used against you um made my thought like we've got a lot of things that can't really be explained about the current administration you know we've got we don't know what happened did something happen probably yeah. was it illegal we'll find out probably why is giuliani just spouting gibberish at every turn um, it defies logic. It defies reason. But one thought is that maybe, you know, the guy watches a lot of TV. Maybe he's a Sonny fan. Maybe he listens to it. Maybe Giuliani is telling him this is one way to do it. Yes. To get you out of some right. bad stuff. Is the know? Trump, so this is our question that we're asking you. We're asking the hard-hitting questions. Is the Trump administration operating under bird law? As we said, it's hard to find reason in any of this. And I quote, I quote, bird law in this country is not governed by reason. Seems seems more and more like what's going on. So, political statement. Political statement. Just just keep your eyes open. Because I think the more we understand bird law, the more we can understand what the fuck is going on. Sometimes to understand it, you have to sink to its level. Absolutely. Now... The level of the birds. The level of the birds. Oh, speaking of birds, um, I just want to bust a myth real fast. Yeah, hit, hit, hit me. Oh, wait, the birds! I knew you were going with this. Yes. There's a bird. So when I first moved to Colorado, I was petrified because there was a noise that kept on coming from the window. I think I may have talked about this in an earlier episode. For weeks, I thought it was a bear. And I was living alone in basically in a cave with three windows. And one of these windows, I found it was being just tapped on nonstop by a bird. Out of nowhere, this bird basically built a nest. I think it's a robin. I'm no expert. I'm no bird law. Um, it's definitely... It looked like a robin. It looked like a robin. The blue, the blue eggs. The blue eggs. Um, basically, this bird then laid a bunch of eggs, only one of which hatched. I think we may be responsible for that. Um, yeah. Which, when you take into consideration with our um, 
our escapades, which is an understatement, with uh, a worm farm, having that many deaths on your hands is tough to handle. Um, so I'm not claiming I'm not uh, taking responsibility for the death, the not hatching of these eggs, but I'm admitting that that I might have something to do with it. It could be, yeah. Regardless, I'm busting the myth that birds are that baby birds are cute, because I will tell you, it is the most this is the ugliest fucking creature I've ever seen in my life. I didn't, you know, I didn't ex- again. Yeah, I just watched this at the Wisconsin State Fair. I watched a bunch of chicks hatch, and I agree they are they're quite ugly. They're quite they're ugly. quite goopy. No, they're very goopy. It just is like its eyes weren't fucking developed. It's got just got spines everywhere. Like feathers are not cool things when they pop out. No, you know, it's like it, you know it was like Black Swan. It was like watching Black Swan happen <laughs> in front of me every day. It was terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. And I, I had an ex who claimed that she was terrified of birds. She was like, I don't, they fucking freak me out. You know, their bones are so light. They're just like made of dust. I hate birds. I didn't understand that until now. Like, I, I get it now. Birds all are fucking which, gross. Which ex it is. That's all I, all I can care about is the pettiness. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have some pretty fucking exciting news, guys. Here's the podcast you're happy now. Huge. This is huge. So we've got... 30th some, episode. This is our 30th episode, and this is my last, likely my last Steamboat Colorado episode. Um, as I've mentioned four times in this podcast already, I have achieved I've achieved crate mastery, and I'm very dateable. If you were looking for a crate master, you have found one. Oh, yeah. Very, very dateable. <laughs> very crate dateable, master. very safe. Yep, I'm, I'm very following. good at making crepes. I'm going back to New York. We may do one episode on the road next week. We'll see. We're bringing it back to New York, and we're 30 episodes in. We're always looking to get better. We're trying to bring in some new stuff. Um, we'll get more into that as we get to it. We're checking one off the list. For months, yeah. for months, for months, we've been looking for a science guy. This is another reason why we need a science guy. We've got a, I'll say this, guys. We've had a bunch of people reach out to us about wanting to be science guys, and we haven't received an application yet. Okay. And we're struggling. We don't know what groupers are. We just think they're big salmon. Um, we don't we're, know. we're like, we got our heads chopped off. We're running around. We're running around. We don't know. I need someone to tell us whether we should be afraid of groupers or not. We can't. We can't even add up the things in the natural world right now. We're afraid of everything. No. I haven't left my room in months. Keegan lives in Colorado. It's not better. Surrounded by snakes. It's not. No, it's, it's worse. It's way worse. We finally fucking found a science guy. Cue the clip. Welcome to the team, baby. Welcome to the team. Hey guys, it's Brett Keating here. I am Here's a Podcast, Are You Happy Now? is official, very official, uh, newly minted science guy. I believe that my main qualifications for that were that I listened to this podcast and I took two science classes while at Wesleyan University. Now I work as a food blogger, which, you know, also science adjacent. So that all those three things qualify me for uh, all things science. Now, I'm here today to talk about rat lungworms, which according to the CDC are more common in the United States than people think. And they're infect they've infected people in eight different states including New York, California, and Florida, and uh they're extremely common in Hawaii and this just terrifies me. Nothing is grosser to me than rats and worms. Uh, I am the reason that eye worms have been banned from being mentioned on this podcast. I'm absolutely disgusted by them. And you know, now this, uh, this infection is, is, it sounds like it's taking over 
America. So what happens is these rats inhale this thing. It's a, it's a rat lungworm larvae and it goes into their lungs and then the, the rat coughs it up into its throat and then it swallows them and digests them and poops it out. And then a snail or a slug comes along and, and eats the, the rat poop and then the, the snail or the slug slimes itself across uh, lettuce or zucchini or, or an innocent vegetable that humans consume. And then now they have this, this larvae that grows in their lungs and can, it can cause meningitis. It can also just cause a, a cough. But it, you know, it sounds, it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I, don't, I don't really care what the symptoms of it are. Or, or the consequence of the symptoms, all that would matter to me is that there is this disgusting lungworm growing inside my body. And that is the official scientific assessment of the Here's a Podcast, Are You Happy Now? Science Guy. I'd love to hear your opinions. Uh, Keegan and Nick, take it away. Bravo, my friend. That is... That- that's what we need. And that's why we're we going to get to the it. top. We need it. I wrote this in the blog. I wrote a blog about the, the lungworms that, that Brett, uh, our new science guy, supplied to us. Um, that is 100% credit goes to him. That story he found, he matched it with the blog. It's fucking perfect. It's fucking perfect. He supplied it to us. In the blog, I wrote, you give me a new employee who brings me donuts, I appreciate it. You bring donuts to your first day at the office. You bring coffees. It's appreciated. It's nice. But I'm not so much looking for donuts. Sorry, we're not so much looking for donuts as we're looking for dough for our hot take oven. We want yep. the dough to turn these hot takes out. That, that makes, makes us, us go nuts. nuts. So you can recycle. You can shred up your new employee. You can toss him in the dumpster, the guy who brings in donuts. I'll get my own donuts. You give me Brett Keating bringing rat lungworms to my eyes. 100 times out of 100. That's why we're going to make it to the top. Brett Keating, it welcome to the team. so good. Let's talk rat lungworms. So, as Brett described, these things are fucking disgusting. These things, the, yeah, every, every fucking part of this process is disgusting. The swallowing of it, the, 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 it grows in your fucking brain and goes to your artery, then goes into your fucking mouth. It is... It touches every part of you. It touches every like, fucking part like, of the rat. It touches every yeah. part of the rat. Um, we have, we gotta, you know, Brett... Uh, was listening to some of the states that this is found in. Um, we're not going to call him out, but this is, you know, he's going to get used to this. He's going to yes, you get used to reading between the lines. There's a case in New York. There's a case in yep. a bunch of cases in Hawaii. There's one in fucking probably the Midwest. There's one in Colorado. New York and Colorado. I saw those two states and I thought, my fucking God, Nick and I have rat longworm. It's a blog curse. No chance I don't have it. No chance. No, chance I, no have I have it for sure. I have for sure. I've been wondering. I, I washed my hands. Not nearly. <laughs> no, I have rat lungworm. It's it's there is no doubt about it. I have rat lungworm, and I and we'll get to the consequences of that. Um, the first thing that came to mind when I read this is like this is the dumbest fucking disease I've ever heard of because it seems like it's so easy to 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 prevent, which is like all the rat has to do is not fucking swallow the worm when it spits it back up. But what does it, it do? Does. It does. It it swallows it and it brings up the debate like the the ages old. The ages, the time is, oldest time. Tail is oldest Tail is oldest time debate. Time. Do, do, do rats spit or swallow? And it appears that every rat swallows. And this go this shows why you shouldn't do that. 
Because you're swallowing you worms. Just, you just don't want to be a rat. You just don't you know? want to be a rat. You don't want to be a rat. You don't want to be a rat. Oh, it is so disgusting. Because they don't even know. They don't even know. They just, oh, they're just chomping. It's like, they're that's like, everything. you cough up a worm and you're like, I, I shouldn't, sp- I'll just swallow it. Yeah, it's whatever. It came from there. Like, why don't I just put it out? It keeps the cycle alive. That is so fucking gross. It's like, uh, I can't even think about it. Next question. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it. I hate it's it. disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. That said, the one spit, part I do like about it yeah. is how many different creatures are involved. That's true. There are many different creatures involved. Which brings us to our next thing. How are people getting this? Uh, Brett um, was correct in that they are crawling across vegetables. Or they Sorry, the slugs eat this fucking shit. They crawl across vegetables. This disease is disgusting. This is disgusting. Yeah, so we've got... Sorry, I'm just going to count. Vegetables and slugs, or snails. Yeah, we've got shitting. We've got swallowing of the worm re-swallowing yeah. of the worm there's two you swallow the worm twice maybe three times we're gonna get to the third wait, time wait how does that work go back go back one more sorry so the rats eat the worm they eat the right. shit that's infected right yep then they then it grows in their artery in their brain then it pops into their mouth they swallow it again that's two times then they poop it out Idiots. then they poop it out then the then the, the snails swallow it that's three times Three times. Now we maybe get to our fourth swallowing. Brett, you, you're right that they're crawling across vegetables, but I also think there's a distinct possibility here. One of these scientists said that, you know, it's possible that the, it's probable that the kids are inadvertently eating the slugs. And it's like you, that is the most misleading line in the written language. These kids are 100% advertently eating the slug. They're eating these yeah. fucking slugs. If you're a little kid, you, you perceive all sensation through your fucking mouth. You little orally fixated little fucking fools, and it's disgusting. And they're eating slugs. Nothing is inadvertent. Nothing is inadvertent when you're that little. No, kid. when you're that Everything little, you yeah. do is it goes in your mouth. Is by yeah, exactly. Which you're doing it on yeah, purpose. Yeah, which brings up a big problem in our nation, which is that clearly these kids are just they're starving little fools. Like if we fed our kids better, they wouldn't be out in the garden eating slugs. You know. Yeah. Like you talking to me about you talking about childhood obesity. You know, like sure that's scary. You know, it's even fucking scarier. Rat lungworm. I'm gonna I'm gonna feed my kid until he pops. Every time he goes out in the garden, he's he's gonna look at look at a slug and vomit. He's gonna be like that's it'll be the wafer thin chocolate metaphor. It'll be it'll be that equivalent. Keegan, I just can't wait for you to have a garden. <laughs> <laughs> Every time my child goes out into the garden. Every time you go out into the garden, you'll know not to eat this. He won't. He'll know not to touch the petunias. And he'll know not to eat the slugs. The um, old dufty garden. Which brings us to the consequences of lungworm, as Brett said. Um, there are the symptoms are they're up in the air they fluctuate you don't you can't get many the consequences that you have rat lungworm and which brings me to my point which is the symptom of having rat lungworm is you have to kill yourself it's the only way you, like you're as good as dead you may not you don't have to kill yourself but you're as good as dead if you have rat lungworm like your life is over it's over you can never live that down as far as I'm, I would probably just die of fear yeah, I mean, knowing I that I have live. something called rat lung. Worm. I don't want to live knowing I have How rat lung. How do you explain lung that to anyone? That's the thing. I think that should be a mandatory question on first dates. Hey, uh, you where are you from? Oh, you're from Indiana. That's nice. How many siblings do you have? What do you do for work? Have you ever had rat lungworm? If they say what is rat lungworm, you're in the clear. You're in the clear. Say it's something I made up. Don't even worry about it. I don't want to ruin your if life. If they say no, rat lungworm is disgusting, you marry that person. There, here's a podcast. You're happy now, listener. And we're glad to have him on board. Yep. And just like Boom. we're glad to have him on board, 
hear something else. Another another sailor coming on board. His footsteps soft in the night, twinkling like stars. I hear him. He's been away for so long. Been away for so long. But yet, we're bringing it back. We're only getting better. That was awesome. Nick, great episode. Great Keen. clip show. We really hit our stride. We did. And we looked back at it. We did. We looked back at it. We're nice guys. We're great guys. We're dateable guys. We're cool guys. You know, every great, we've mentioned it before, every great show is a clip show. We're checking things off the list. We're improving. We decided, yeah, we should do a clip show. Let's let's feed them some and clips. And we did. We did. We it. did. We want to give a big shout out to our listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Big shout out to Craig Dudelli. Big shout out to Brett Miller. Big shout out to the Steamboat crowd. Everyone who's listening. We love you all. We appreciate every listen. This was Here's the Podcast. Are you happy now? Nick, are you happy now? No, sir, Bob. Are you? And possibly happy when you have Rat Longhorn. Exactly. Nick, I'll talk to you next week. Can't wait. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.